TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What an active week it was for the Erie County Legislature. So let's bring in Erie County Legislator Joe Larigo. Joe, good morning. Morning, Joe. How are you? Doing well this morning, uh, Joe. Let me tell you, a lot of a uh, lot of focus on the uh, legislature this week here in Erie County. Let's start with the gas tax. Um, something you guys voted on. What was the cap, and when will we start to see the effects at the gas pump? So the county executive came over to the legislature, and he wanted to cap uh, the sales tax on gasoline at three dollars a gallon. Uh, my colleagues in the minority and I, John Mills, Frank Todaro, Chris Green, we talked with them. We said, look, $3 a gallon is too high. $2 is as low as we can go. That's what we should do. And we went through all of the numbers. We said, you know, on an average 15-gallon fill-up at $3, you're saving people roughly $0.50 cents a gallon. Um, you know, we can save people a, or $0.50 cents a tank. We can save people a dollar a tank. It's not going to have any impact on the sales tax uh, budget because nobody was expecting gas to go as high as it has. And it would be more difficult for gas retailers to sort of hide the savings uh, when they're charging people what they are per fill-up. So uh, we were able to work together uh, and agree that $2 was the, uh, the maximum. And so we voted on that this past Thursday, and it should go into effect in June. Now, this is something that, as it stands now, will go through February of 2023. But there is a push to make this permanent? You're absolutely correct. Yes, it's going to go through February of 2023. Uh, my colleagues in the minority and I, uh, we want to push to make it uh, a permanent thing. Uh, Seneca County has had a permanent uh, tax cap on uh, sales tax for gas at $2 since 2005. We were unaware of that. Um, once we found that out, we said this is absolutely something that we should do. Uh, and we're going to be working with our colleagues uh, across the aisle to, to hopefully get them to support it. And I think it's a common sense thing, and I hope that we can get that done. Did this, what got uh, voted on and approved, did it have the support of the county comptroller? Uh, he didn't weigh in much on it. Um, you know, he's been relatively quiet uh, for the p- past uh, three months or four months or so. So uh, he didn't really say anything. Not that I heard anyway. All right. And then so that was voted on. That will go in uh, effect in June, as you said. Then we had the bills meeting, which I have to, I have to admit was very uh, entertaining to listen to. Uh, what were you the most, I have some questions on it, but I want to know first, what were you the most surprised from that meeting uh, with the bills and the county executive? You know, I, I think a couple of things. You know, it's important that I think the, uh, the administration and the bills have heard our push that it shouldn't just be, you know, local union workers that get first crack at, uh, you know, bidding on the, the job. I want to make sure that 
you know, union and non-union workers from Western New York are the first ones that can uh, can benefit from this huge construction project. And it sounded to me that that message has gotten through to the county executive and certainly to uh, the bills in saying that, you know, they're still working out the project labor agreement. I want to make sure that when they do finally negotiate it, when that's you know, brought to the legislature for our approval, that there is a preference on local construction workers, local companies, before we start bringing in people from New York City, Pennsylvania, Canada, or elsewhere, because you know, we all know that the job is huge, that there's going to be tons of work. Local people should benefit first. There was also the question of, were, were the bills ever looking to relocate? And I know Ron Mercuria said no. Do you believe the bills were ever looking to relocate? You know, here's the thing. You know, I asked the question, and, and Ron, is a, he's a smooth operator, and, you know, he answered everything the way I think the Pagoulas would have wanted him to. Um, I certainly can tell and read between the lines that a lot of what was discussed and a lot of what was shared with, with us, it was more nuanced. But, yeah, I think the bills were looking to, you know, use that as leverage at the very least when negotiating this current deal. Um, you know, maybe they didn't come out and say, we're going to leave if you don't give us X amount of dollars. But, you know, saying that there are other markets where they can do better or other markets where, you know, they're bigger and they can make money, everybody would know what they're getting at. So it is sort of disappointing that they would, you know, use those tactics. Um, but that's the modern day NFL and that's what we're dealing with, unfortunately. Was there any explanation of what the Erie County Football Corporation or whatever the name of it is, any clarification of what that will be and what that will look like? So that's the Erie County Stadium Corporation. It is going to be uh, a New York State authority. So even though it has Erie County in the name, it's much like the Erie County Water Authority, which is not a part of county government. It's uh, a part of state government. It's an authority that has its own rules and regulations. So it's going to be the state's arm of the entire deal and handle everything for the stadium, you know, going forward in terms of collecting those fees and, uh, you know, doing the maintenance every year and things like that. And when it comes to the cost of the stadium, uh, that was, uh, where did that money come from? Was that also discussed? Um, I asked in terms of, you know, where the borrowing was going to come from, you know, the Erie County portion, uh, you know, we're still working through that. I still think that we should put more of our, you know, huge surplus down on a one-time expense. You know, I did ask the controller what uh, he anticipates the debt service is going to be over the next 20 and 30 years, depending on interest rates. You know, the fact that they're going up right now is going to have a huge effect. Um, You know, it's one thing for the county executive to come out and say that there's not going to be a tax increase based on this deal. But again, that was before interest rates started rising and we haven't seen actual numbers. So I want the controller to, you know, get to work and, and see what those numbers are going to be. Because if they are going to be higher than anticipated because of the interest rates, we absolutely should put more money down, um, you know, from the surplus. They all, I also, you know, asked in terms of the, the bills. The bills are going to be doing their own financing. Um, you know, they're certainly wealthy enough to do that. So, you know, that's really not my business. But uh, that's, I think, where their money is going to come from is their own financing. But after that payment that the county's making, that is the end of the county's financial uh, commitment to the stadium project? Correct. Our, the county's financial commitment is $250 million with, you know, the first portion going down and then financing the rest, whatever the number ends up being. I mean, the actual dollar figure is probably going to be more than $250 million, or definitely is based on the debt service. Um, but we'll know that once we uh, hear back from the controller with those estimates. 
You know, and, and I hate I hate to put negative thoughts out there, but this is a 30-year lease to keep the bills in Western New York, in, in Erie County. Is there an option, though, say 15 years down the road, if the bills wanted to leave, where they could break this deal? Uh, you know, there's uh, there are uh, portions of the, the agreement that make sure that the bills, you know, can't leave without paying back 100% of the money in the first 15 years. After that, that number goes down, um, and you know they would still be required to pay for the cost of the demolition of the current stadium, which is going to cost the, or the new stadium as well, which would cost a lot of money. You know, nothing is 100% guaranteed. I don't want to put any negative thoughts out there either. But you listened to the meeting. I asked the question about you know why it was only 30 years, why there was nothing about lease extensions, why it wasn't a 50-year lease. You know, those are things that I think are on the minds of people. You know, we were we've grown so accustomed to the fear that the bills are going to leave the area. You know, longer than 30 years would have been ideal, but 30 years is what it is. Now, I know Orchard Park is is where it's going to go. Is that location across the street the spot? Is that where the new stadium will go? You know, that was something that I learned on Thursday. I, you know, when the county executive first uh, presented the situation to my caucus, uh, he indicated that they weren't sure exactly where the, the location was going to be on either side of Abbott Road. Um, I learned Thursday that's going to, that it is going to be on the side that ECC is. Uh, hopefully it doesn't have an impact on the campus. Uh, I'm certain that it probably will, but, you know, that's yet to be seen. But that was something that I learned Thursday. For other events, so obviously the main thing for this will be football, but I know there were other questions asked about, hey, what else is going to happen at this new stadium? Was there any clarification of what the Bills will try to bring or what Pagula Sports will try to bring to this in the offseason? Not a lot of clarification. I know there's talk about you know bringing in uh, friendly soccer games and things like that. Um, I don't think that they're looking at that you know as the main source of you know other events. Um, you know they they did indicate that they're committed to still hosting you know high school football teams and things like that. So that's a good thing. Um, but I guess that's all you know yet to be seen as we go through the process. You mentioned ECC, and this is something that was addressed in the state of the county, uh, keeping ECC from going bankrupt. And, you know, there's been a lot of talk of eliminating a campus, uh, making just one ECC campus. What, you mentioned the South Campus. What are your thoughts on down, you know, doing ECC to maybe just two or one campus instead of the three? You know, I've been calling for years uh on you know the fact that we need to have an actual real no holds barred conversation about the college uh you know three campuses might be too uh, you know too much of a financial hardship on Erie county taxpayers um i think we need to take a long hard look at which campuses are used more than others which campuses cost more money to operate than others and see where things go you know i know you know the south campus always seems to be the one that uh, gets people going in terms of the closure but I don't know if that's necessarily the one that, if you look at the numbers, is the least profitable or least, uh, you know, operationally functional one. And one more question on, on the bills. So I know this is still being discussed. When do you, when will the actual deal, what will it take for the actual deal? Because we kept on hearing the county executive saying the deal's not done yet. What will it take for the county's portion of the deal to be done? Uh, it all has to be finalized by September 1st. Otherwise, the bills are free to, you know, look at and negotiate with other cities. So nobody wants to see that happen. So I anticipate that, you know, all of that will start to get done. I know they're still, uh, you know, working on the community benefits agreement, working on the um, uh, project labor agreement. Those are the things right now that need to get accomplished before anything else gets done. 
But, you know, we in the legislature have to vote on the memorandum of understanding, and I anticipate that we'll vote on that at our next session. All right. Joe, anything we should be uh, keeping our eyes open for at the legislature over the next couple of weeks? Oh, uh, I'm not sure. You know, there's always something. You know, it's always a, it's always a fun time at the Erie County Legislature. It's, it's good when people are paying attention to what we're doing. So hopefully there's more coming down the pike. And we always appreciate you joining us and uh, giving us a clarification and letting us in on everything that's going on. Joe, thanks for joining me. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. You too. That is Joe Larigo, Erie County Legislator, also the Minority Leader. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.